Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode number... And then I say numbers, right? Is that how we do the show? I don't remember. Episode number 809 of Smart Wrestling. That sounds right. Sure. Why not? 809, Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly pro wrestling podcast ever in history. I am Joan Egron, along with Executive Moonbeam, Amy. Hello. Right here. Hi. In the studio. Hello. Larry Sloth being a turd. Yeah, he's okay. turd, turd-tacular, I mm. think. Nice. His words, not mine. Okay. So, yeah, that's it. Doing a show now. Okay. It's about wrestling. We're going to talk about the wrestling of the week. Crazy, crazy stuff happened on the AEW show. Yeah. Talk about that dynamite. We'll talk about why we did not review tribute to the troops. Okay. And um, let's still give you a little, little bit of a recap, sort of. There was no reason to write a single thing down for that show. Okay. Get that out of here. Yeah. Other things, Raw, SmackDown, maybe even a, little, even a little bit of NXT, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, happy early holidays, late holidays, depending on if when you're listening to this. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. It's like the then holidays you could say that all time, then. November and December. I have no idea. You could be listening to this in the archives a year from now. I think so, yeah. You don't even know which holidays we're talking about. No. No idea. So, yeah, that's all good. It's, um, happy something. Sure. I was going to say fast to this, but... Yeah. That's for the rest of us. That is. Mm-hmm. We have news. We also have, um... Ratings? Ratings. Okay. Other things? We have reviews. I think I need caffeine. I think that's the problem here. Might be, because I feel like this is a slow start. It is. Where are we going? Not in a hurry? No, we are. Well, we are. Hurry up, wrestling. Be better. Yes. Be better. Will people be shocked when we tell them what we're going to have to review next week? I think they I think they know now. Okay. They know. Because there's like a week lag. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. There's a week lag when, about a week lag. Yeah. You take a sip of that caffeine yet? Not yet. I'm going to tell people, though, that, that okay, we just finished watching Raw, and here's a spoiler for next week's show. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. we're going to have to watch Impact. Remember when we cursed Impact and set it? We didn't set it on fire. We set it off on a boat to an uncharted island. Yes. It was just going to shipwreck there and... That was going to be the end of that. We were marooned. And we'd never have to hear Josh Matthews be Ugh, a heel again. That's my least favorite part of this. Wow. <sighs> Listen. He didn't want to play nice. I don't want to do this. I know. That's all I got. Oh, okay. That's fine. So it's all that stuff and more. So stay tuned for that. But, uh, right now, uh, I want to tell people... It is the holiday season, so uh, what you want to do is go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. And there you want to sign up for, what do we do there? Crate baskets. Crate baskets, Smart Wrestling Fan Extra, Mm -hmm. um, the gift that keeps on giving, deluxe crate baskets. Smart movie fan. All kinds. It's it's just like a a, a big big pile of stuff. It's like, you know, the pile of, not a pile of poo, a pile of presents. Yes. Like a Christmas tree 
with a pile of presents on the rent. Not a pile of poo. I'm like, you know, whatever. But yeah, not, to no. say, not to say that there aren't some pooey movies in there. That's for sure. That's very true. Or some people who might like poo. But that's, that's really that's not a, what we're going no, for not here. not really. But, um, yeah, there you go. That's uh, patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. Sign up. And um, more more stuff to come. Stick around, everybody. Yes, and go to audibletrial.com slash smartwrestlingfan. Do it. Finally did it. Yeah. And um, get a, a free book credit on us. Oh, there's the caffeine. Okay, that's good. There you go. Good. Um, yeah, get the book credit. Get whatever book you want. Mm-hmm. Even I'm, if you've done it before, you can do it again as long as it wasn't like yesterday. Yeah. So, tr- I mean, try it. It's worth a shot. If yeah. it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but you, you can try. Give that code to your friends. That's true. Maybe they want book credits. If you gave that code to like 10 of your friends. And, like, and they give it to 10 of their there, friends. Right, but if you sat there and made them like cash it in or whatever, and then explain to them, you know, you could cancel before the 30 yeah. days is up. And that way they get the free book. They're never charged the dime. And if they don't cancel... Then they're just a dumb friend. Yeah. You know? That's not your fault. That is not your fault. And it's certainly not mine. Mm-mm. We only so. benefit for the one the one time. Right. So. so whatever. There's no we don't we don't want your friends to be dumb. We want them to be smart right. and savvy friends. Yeah. But listen to books. Yeah, listen to books because they're they're smart for your ears. Yes. Unlike podcasts, which are like in the middle. They're middling for your ears. Yeah, they are. Some we parts are really smart, some parts really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot of that on this show. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Exactly. Right in the spectrum. Yeah. So let's do some ratings and news and stuff. Should we do that? Wait, I want to do a book recommendation. Oh, yeah. We I want to recommend get. Providence. Providence. So this Rhode is what I just finished. Yes. It is Rhode Island in a book. Yeah. But it's um, written by the woman who wrote You and Hidden Bodies, which the Netflix show You was based on. Yeah, the scary killer show. Mm -hmm. But Providence is not related to that at all. It's got a lot of H.P. Lovecraft stuff in it. And it's it's a really, really good book. I'm not going to give away any kind of spoilers other than everything I just said. But I like the book very, very much. Okay. Well, it sounds spooky to me. And it's not usually my genre, so. Wow. Yeah, so you don't usually read the spooky things like that. Yeah. Mm. So, okay, good. Well, people, go get that book. If you want one for me, I haven't read it yet, but Ready Player Two, then you can make fun of it with me. Well, I do read with my ears. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I try to read with my eyes. I could read when I was almost, when I, right before I turned two years old, it was like some kind of child miracle thing. And he hasn't done it since. And I haven't done it since. So that's, you know. That's I'll ask, like sometimes Joe will be staring at his phone and I'll say, what you doing? And no. he'll say reading and then I look and it's like um, video game well, news or something. Know. It's not real reading. But that's, I still consider it's not, that reading. It's not real I'm looking reading. at a picture of a game. I'm reading between. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So um, I feel like I'm really quiet today. Hello? Hello. Everybody there? Scratching my microphone. Yeah, that's great audio. I don't know. It just sounds weird today. You sound weird today. Look at the back of this mic. Hey. This is all the stuff we probably should have done beforehand. Watch. Hey, this is going to be the show that MJF How's decides to review. Good. This is going to be the does. one. <sighs> Can't take you anywhere. What's his name? Maxel. Maxel. Jack. Jaxel. Faxel. Fr- Fr- Freudian. Maxel Jaxel Faxel. I was going to say this is the worst show ever. Probably. He wrote down already that it was. He's like, bad audio. Yeah. Because my microphone broke. I need a new microphone. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if I do. Holding it like this makes it better, but then I'm distorted. Yeah, it looks like you're going to complain about a sore wrist for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay, so... I say you take another sip, a big there swig of your caffeine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then and we what? get a move on. Oh, okay. We'll do wrestling reviews right now. I'll just make up news and ratings if you want. I, I have lots of news, so we'll we'll do that right now. Um, wrestling news. No, MJF's good, but it's it's it, see, it's you, you have to play the game here because if we say he's good, then we're marks. If we say he's a good heel, we're marks. If we say he's a jerk, then we're yeah, marks. Yeah, we can't have an opinion If we on say this. he's good, we're marks. So no matter what, we're marks to him. So I could take him or leave him. Yeah, that's fine. Wow, he's going to love that. Yeah. I think he already stopped the gimmick anyway. Did he, was it just one and he realized it was work and then he was like, been, eh. It might have been one or two and that was the end of that. Excuse me, burp. That was just for you. Ah, I'm Jeff. Uh, so anyway, um, wrestling news. Where are you? Oh, there it is. Um, for wrestling news, let's start with the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored 1.7 million viewers. That is not great. Mm-mm. It's another bad rating. What can you say? People just don't want to watch a three-hour show. Yeah, they just need to do better. Mm-hmm. SmackDown Live on Fox. Back up to 2 million viewers, but that's still not great. But it's better than Raw. I know. It still is. Um, but then we have our AEW versus NXT numbers. Basically, AEW did a pay-per-view in two hours on television for free versus NXT's We Give Up. on <laughs> uh, It was the go-home show to War Games, and they just phoned it in. And it showed because AEW had 913,000 viewers, while NXT only had 658,000. So it's a huge difference in numbers there. Yeah. That's just... Wow. NXT just said, forget it. And they took a nap. Yeah. I don't blame yeah. them because naps are great. They're great, but I don't think you should But really you shouldn't that take it while you're trying to make money. Yeah. But it's not even that they're trying to make money. They're trying to put AEW out of business. Yeah, the that's the only reason happen. they're on Wednesdays. It's pretty terrible. Um, thanks, WWE. News bits and rumors, of course. The big news of the week was that uh, Pat Patterson, um, dead at 79, the, story, the headline says. Hmm. I thought he was 81 for some reason. Uh-huh. I'll tell you why. Because when I, I think it was, I think I reported on the show. I want to say it was the beginning of the year before the pandemic mm-hmm. was... That when it was Rocky Johnson's funeral, he went, Pat Patterson went berserk and called Rocky's dead body like an effing something, mother effer. And he had to be, yeah, he was drunk and he had to be yanked off the stage. And then Vince said a bunch of weird stuff too. It was real weird. And yeah. when, when that happened, I swore everyone said he was, I don't know what just happened. The monitor just went out. I don't know. Like for real. Um, but I swear everybody said he was 81 years old. And now all of a sudden he's only 79. Wouldn't it be in your notes? I might not have put the age. Um, but I, I just remember reading it. I see. Anyway. So, yeah. A lot of tributes this week for Pat Patterson. Yeah. Um, it's going to be on like four different wrestling shows. Five if you can't eight. And multiple times. Multiple times, yeah. So. The... Um, oh, I also have another piece of news. Okay. Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins have a baby something now. 
creep baby creature. Child? Yes, a ch- child. I can't remember if it's a girl or a boy. Whoa. I don't know. I don't know. Its name is Rokes. I don't think that's right. I think it's Ro- Rooks. I don't know that that's Rocky. correct. Roo. It's pronounced Roo. It's Roo. Like kangaroo? Can- like a kangaroo. Rokes. That's what I call the baby. That's my nickname for it. Roo is a cute name, though. Um, Don't stare at me like I'm... No, I'm trying to think of what why that wouldn't be. Mm, I don't know. I like it. It's fine. Works for a boy or a girl. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> Rokes. It's a good name. Also, <laughs> but also, to not be outdone by Rokes, uh, Renee had a gender reveal party thing. Thing, whatever you can have. Was it really COVID. a party or was it just... It wasn't a party. I okay. think it was just a thing she, she did. But she still thinks pink is just for girls. She said, it's pink, it's pink. Look at me. I'm a girl. Pink. Yeah. Renee doesn't seem like she would do that. She doesn't. But I don't know. Okay. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, if that's what she wants, it is. whatever. Mm. That's fine. Um, the how else will you know if your kid has a vagina or a penis? Right, it's always goes. I gotta go color code the kids and all their accessories. Yes. Um, Thunderdome is now. Now we said it was going to move. It still hasn't moved yet. It's still at Amway. Uh, it's moving to Tropicana Field. Hmm. So the the build has started. How much can you even build if the Thunderdome's already built at the Amway? It's like, what are they doing? Like They're taking one piece at a time and running it over. I, I think, but you still have to shoot SmackDown on Friday. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I... Or maybe they move it today and then SmackDown's there. I don't remember. They can move it Saturday and Sunday. I just don't remember when they have to be gone. I swore they already had to be gone, so... I guess they could have deconstructed... Had a game. that Maybe that game got canceled. I don't even know. I'm not following They should have just had... The tr- the the people's what you call it the universe the Thunderdome squares yeah what do you call them just destroyed by what happened at the end of the show tonight I wish that some destruction awesome. and they build it back up I wish hmm. maybe they can have retribution do something uh, no I think that experiment's done no. remember when they ruined SmackDown at the <sighs> Performance Center they like broke everything and did yeah. graffiti on everything. And that never led to anything. Yeah. Remember when they threw a cinder block through a hole in the glass? Yeah. That didn't affect That's anything. That's true. Yeah. That was good. Um, oh, and finally in the news. Oh, this is hot. John Cena is releasing a book of Twitter quotes that he, quote, stole from other places. So Yeah, I was going to say, he sources his quotes. They're not his words. So he, so he posts all these inspirations. If you don't know... He's at that weird midlife something he's going through right now where he did all his wrestling. He already made millions. He's a he's a mega millionaire, probably in the hundreds of millions of dollars at this point. So he is at that nice stage of his life where he doesn't have to do anything if he doesn't want to. So now he gets all philosophical and all he wants to do is tweet all these inspirational quotes. But they're all things like never give up, you know, like his character would say, like, Oh, just make sure you persist and work harder than everybody else. Right. And that way you can... Everything's really easy to say when you already are a, a multi yeah. Is he going to be a motivational speaker? No, but... With someone else's script? And that's the thing. So all these quotes, 
yes, he might have tweaked some of them, but these are all just things that he's reading places. Yeah. And he's now he's going to make even more millions of dollars on a book from that, from the fame and fortune that made his... I, I, I don't know. Whatever. So she Pat's yep. going to sosh. So. Yeah. I mean, nice guy is going to be nice. That's what I meant. He's definitely not horrible. Don't watch Total Divas. You'll forget <laughs> it. Don't watch Total Bellas. You will You will never like John Cena ever again. Okay. And that's your news. So should we do some AEW? Uh, sure. All right. Because we need to talk about this was pay-per-view quality stuff. AEW Dynamite Winter is coming. That's what the show's called. Winter is coming. Why do people hate that? I hate it so much. Why, though? Because it's Game of Thrones or because it's stupid? Because it's Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. So it's just because it's stolen. Yeah, because it's stolen and it's no longer relevant. But the thing is, it was a thing before Game of Thrones. It's what farmers say all the time. It's what... But that's not... But they're not doing it to pay homage to farmers. They're doing it to steal thunders from Game of Thrones. But WWE does this all the time with everything. So wrestling steals all the time. That's all they do. Look at John Cena. You can't see me stealing everything. Or whatever he says. Yeah. I, I just didn't like it. That's fine. You, you don't have to like it. I'm just saying that it's what they're doing. Um, I don't like it. No. Don't have to. I don't. Good. Um, but they do a special intro, which is the regular intro, but they cut in. Dragons? Video the, oh, yeah, video, video of zombie dragons. That's it. So JR says, winter is definitely here. It's 40-something degrees. I don't know if he said 43 or 40, but the point is, no, winter's not here, and no, it's not. It's Plus, if winter if is coming... you say zero degrees... I, I don't understand right, how you name how a pay-per-view or a TV show, like yeah, one-night thing after a future tense. I, I, like, I don't get it. I know. It's goofy. But here we go. It's We're going to open with the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. It is lots of jobbers standing around the ring already. Yeah. So nobody gets an entrance. Not everybody goes in. They ring the bell. And like you just have to go in there when you feel like it, I guess. So like the ring's kind of full, but a few guys don't feel like it. Earlier today, MJF in a box with Wardlow and Sammy. Have they even fit in there? They just did. MJF says, Tetris. MJF says, it's not my ring. It's our ring. So don't worry. If any one of us win, it's, it's our ring. Ha, I see what he's doing. So right away, Matt Hardy throws out Private Party Cassidy. And whoa, aren't they best pals or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, Hardy Party, the whole the whole thing. That they, they, that's not good. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're friends, but Matt Hardy's turning right now. So yes, whatever. He's been real jerky lately. Mm-hmm. Hangman and um, Silver of the Dark Order team up, and they celebrate. And Serpentico goes out, and then Luther goes out. So that's the dark twist or whatever they're called. The dark twist. I made that up. Oh, okay. I'm just, yeah. It's something like that. Seidel goes out. Uh, Sean Spears is gone. Now Tully gives him the gimmick glove thing, the loaded glove. Oh, right. And Spears punches Scorpio Sky and Sky gets thrown out. Reynolds goes out and Silver goes out. Oh, that's right. Matt Hardy throws out Silver and the crowd boos like crazy. For Silver or Reynolds? For Reynolds rap. Yeah. No, <laughs> for Silver. Really? I thought it was Reynolds. Reynolds. Silver. I don't know which one's which now. Silver's the, the one everyone loves. I need... Okay. So he's Alex the tiny Reynolds one? Alex Reynolds is big. 
Oh, okay, okay. John Silver is the small Hornswoggle hungy guy. Okay. Oh, Johnny Hungy. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's how I remember it now. Okay. But yeah, John, silver and gold, silver and gold. And the the crowd gets really mad. Uh, Hangman Page gets thrown over. This was awesome. Hangman oh, Page gets thrown fantastic. over the top rope. So it's like, oh, he's out. But the Dark Order saves him. They yes. do the, the mosh pit thing. And they throw him back in the ring. But Mad Hardy gets rid of Hangman Page. You mean Page the crowd surf thing? That's... um. Or crowd surf thing. What did I say? Mosh pit thing. That would be, That'd be them different. killing each other. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yes, crowd surf thing. Thank you. And yeah, Matt Hardy throws Hangman right out. So that's... Yeah. Yeah, the crowd's really mad. Sabian gets thrown out. Big shoddy Lee Johnson. <laughs> I can't make that up. Gets thrown out. <laughs> Silly string with Hardy. Because it looks like the other uh, private party guy. What's his name? Oh, you're asking the wrong person. Party of private One's party. private. Right, one's party. Party with Hardy. They try to do silly string. And then Miro's late, so the, the private party has to like float in the air and wait for Miro to yeah. run over and throw him out. So that was kind of dumb. Uh, but yeah, so Miro goes on a rampage, and private party and Hardy are gone. Uh, Joey Janela's gone. It's down to, war. I think this is all that's left. Wardlow, Miro, Sammy Guevara, MJF, and Jungle Boy. I didn't even notice Jungle Boy in there until like way late in the match. But when you do notice him, he is fantastic. He does great stuff. Yeah. But now Excalibur says the last two guys left are the winners and they face each other the next week for the ring. And I guess Justin <laughs> said that at the start. Oh, but the commentators okay. weren't talking about it until now. Yeah. So thanks. That's helpful. Um, so Miro goes out because the inner circle gang up on him. So it's Jungle Boy and three inner circle guys now. So, MJF, Jungle Boy and Sammy are trying to do some spot on the top rope in a mm-hmm. battle royal, which is always stupid. Mm-hmm. And MJF goes over to get rid of Jungle Boy and it knocks Sammy out too. So, we're down to MJF and Wardlow. And that's it. And they think they won. But what MJF thinks he won. But Wardlow says, no, look, Orange Cassidy's still laying on the floor out there. He was never eliminated. You never have anyone smart in the ring who understands that there's someone out Correct. there still. And Wardlow is, was smart. Worst orange punch ever to Wardlow that didn't even connect. And then oh, it was bad. Another better one, and then Wardlow's gone. So Cassidy and MJF win the match. So they're going to wrestle each other next week for that diamond ring. Okay. Which is weird, but Miro comes back out. And he I don't wants, want to ring someone's worn for a year. It does seem like a weird thing, especially in a pandemic. Yeah. Miro comes back out, and he wants to beat up Orange Cassidy and the best friends. and that's it nothing it could be on his nose picking finger you don't know you don't know you don't know where that ring has been ew tonight the main event's moxley against omega of course for the world title okay also we're gonna have Britt baker against judd hirsch oh that's weird i thought he died um he's apparently wrestling and then darby and cody against team taz so that's who's on team taz taz again it's starks and hobbs so it's not taz not letting they're not letting Taz or Cage wrestle. Okay. Oh, and Hook's not on Team Taz. And Hook is on Team Cody for some reason. But Taz is on but Team Taz, Taz, but not wrestling. Yes. Okay. It's real confusing. Just like Vicky and Nyla Rose are vicious vixens, right. but... Vi- okay. I, I, whatever. Mm-hmm. It all I don't know. makes it's no fine. sense. Uh, Frankie Gazarian comes out. Because now we're going to have Kaz versus Jericho. Ooh. 
with Jake Hager. No. And the first time ever match. Is that it? My first time ever match. Yes, sure. I'm scratching my microphone. Okay. I hear it. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds like I'm coming through your microphone louder than I am. do this every 10 minutes, folks. I know. It's just so quiet this week. I don't know why. Speak louder? On the show, it's probably going to be really blasting and loud and horrible. So. MJF, tell us how the sound is. No, he's going to say worst audio ever. Okay. Because he only listens to the show. Um, Kaz, first match ever. Yeah. Jericho. Yep. Hager. Kaz against Jericho. And it's a good match. Mm -hmm. But JR thinks the Codebreaker is a Boston Crab. And then MJF runs out with a towel. And he's going to throw in the towel like some kind of jerk. And Sammy comes out. And he's like, no, don't even think about throwing in the towel. And grabs it away. Judas Effect, Jericho wins. But he saw Sammy with it holding the towel. Okay. Yeah. And then Tony's like, yeah, Jericho thinks Sammy tried to do it. And JR's like, well, Jericho's smart. He's going to watch Dynamite and see that that's not true. I hope so, because if that's not the story, then they you just never really go back botch and watch. That. Yeah. And, and in the event that MJF is listening, yeah. I like Sammy better. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, so Sammy wants to fight MJF and Jericho gets mad and says, you guys better get along because next week we're going to decide where they're going to all work together as a team. And that means everybody, or we break up forever, which makes no sense whatsoever. No, you, you just got MJF and Wardlow over there. I know. What did There's you think? There's going to be happen? some growing pains in the beginning. You don't just detonate the whole thing because you don't want to put the work in. It's a Jericho power play. Okay. So. And probably MJF will jump in with some advice. And then he could start planting the seeds of doubt that it's saying Sammy's trying to break up the group. And then this right. could all, you know, whatever. Yeah. Spiral out of a muck, as Michael Scott says. Uh, backstage, Alex Marvis interviews the Young Bucks. And next week they face Hybrid 2. My Electric favorite. Boogaloo. Hybrid 2. Not sure where Hybrid 1 is. In a non-title match. So, like, we're fighting champions, but we'll give them a shot if they can beat us in a non-title. Well, okay. In come the acclaimed. And I just wrote, who? Yeah. But, um, yeah, apparently they're from Dark, which nobody right. watches that. Yeah. I feel bad. Nobody watches I think people Dark. do watch it. We just don't. I think that only the most hardcore fans watch it. Like, almost nobody. I think it's the people who are not watching WWE. Right, and they have time for yeah. such nonsense. I don't have time for 16 matches all stacked on top of each other with which everyone with one is one person we know versus yes. one person we don't I, know. Right, and once in a while you get one match where it's like main, like named guys on both sides. I mean, you can, the argument is that if you watched it, you would end up knowing both sides. But it doesn't matter but because you know squash. who's going to win yeah. every time. That's not good. That doesn't sound like something I really want to spend my time on. I'm sorry. No. Our time is very precious. It is. It is. Um, so these guys, they acclaimed their heels, and they, the one guy, Max, raps like John Cena. <laughs> and it's dumb, but that's what makes it funny. Yes. Um, and then one of the Bucks say, didn't somebody already do this gimmick? And then TH2 runs in and attacks the Young Bucks. Did one of the Bucks shave their facial hair or do something different because... I think it was Matt and he did that a while ago. Because, so, I don't know, maybe I just noticed it, but I would not be able to pick him out of a lineup. Oh, Well. I don't understand what happened yes. to his face. Not know. good or bad, I just, it just... Right. 
I don't know. I don't know him anymore. I don't know. I do not know him. Who is he? Um, who is this book? So, Kaz and Daniels come in for the save, and that's about it. Now it's Britt Breaker against Hirsch. Apparently, that's Layla Hirsch, oh, not Judd Hirsch, like I thought. It's his granddaughter. Yeah. Brit's in a box, and she may say some racially insensitive things about sending Rosa, Thunder Rosa pack, and she doesn't belong here, and we're going to send Hirsch back to Russia. Why yeah. do you want to send all these people back to where they live? Yeah, I... Don't it, do that. Mm. That's stupid. Um, JR calls Tony Katoni for some reason. <laughs> so I don't know who he was trying to talk to, because you have Excalibur, and you have Tony, and that's it. Excalibur. Katoni! Britt does a lot of slow dragging around the ring, and she's super slow with transitions. And this is Britt's weird to me because, like, I really like her character now. In the ring, she can be really good, but then when she gets lost or she is in control, she doesn't know what to do a lot of times. Well, they still don't have her on every week, right? No, but she always is on dark. But Britt wins this match because Hirsch lives on dark. Um, and by the way, Hirsch is. Arm bar, arm bar, arm bar, arm breaker, arm breaker, arm breaker, arm breaker, arm breaker, well, knee, the arm R breaker, and arm, arm bar stands for Russia. I guess so. It's a backwards R, like Toys yes. R Us. Uh, Thunder Rosa comes out. Um, oh, yeah, Britt wins. I already said that. And there's a fight and a pull apart because eventually we're going to get our Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker match. But right. it's not for anything. But that's fine. Whatever. Now we have Darby, Allen, and Cody... Rhodes, he can say that now, versus Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, of course, Team Taz. But this is basically just like a five to ten minute beatdown on Darby Allen by Hobbs. And then Ricky gets in there, Cody gets in there, and then Coffin Drop. And Stark's shoulders not even down, like yeah, not in a storyline way, but just in it just it's a bad pin yeah. way. Darby gets the win. Team Taz beats down the faces. Okay, here's where it gets nuts. And I don't think anyone predicted this. Arn Anderson comes out. He gets beat up. Dustin Rhodes comes out. He gets beat up. The lights go out, and we get this weird winter entrance. And I'm like, it was an epic type like soundtrack. Yeah, it was, like it a, was very like a, cool. Like a Game of Thrones or a Lord of the Rings type soundtrack thing. And it's happening, and they're showing all this nice footage of, of wind storms and stuff. And you didn't know who it was, but you just felt like this is whatever this is is going to be big. huge. Yeah. This is going to be just some guy that floated over from WWE or whatever. It's this Cal is going to be a big deal. Exactly. And yes, it was huge because it is Sting, everybody. Yeah. And he looks good and already has merch. And by the way, yeah. it was the it was the fastest selling like one day whatever. Oh really? In Pro wrestling tees history. That's yeah. Funny. But yeah, it's Sting. He's back and. Um, he stares down Arn. He stares down Cody. He stares down Darby. It's a very cool moment. And this is awesome. And I will enjoy it until I hate it. Because if you remember, <laughs> Sting was really fun in TNA until he wasn't. And then he was GM. And then he couldn't speak. And then he wrestled. And he couldn't wrestle. <laughs> and like, it, he's he's awesome until he's not. Right. So, yeah. Now, is he back as a wrestler, do you think? He's not back as a wrestler. Okay. So... If he does any matches, it's going to be either tag things or, right. you know, it's not going to be anything. I don't think he can. It's just going to be Darby's mentor or something. His spine is messed up. He, yeah, something like that. You know, or who knows? This is that this week on Dynamite, 
he's going to have an interview. It's going to be Tony Schiavone interviewing Sting, so we'll find out why he's there. Hmm. But TK, TK tells Tony that he signed, that's Tony Khan to you guys that aren't friends with him, <laughs> like me. Um, TK tells Tony that he signed Sting to a multi-year contract. Okay. I think it's like five years. It's, it's a, oh, it's a wow. big contract. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a big contract. So that's good. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Just don't make the same mistakes TNA did. There's no way they could make the mistakes WWE did. They had Sting, and instead of putting him against The Undertaker, which is what fans wanted, they put him against Triple H and beat him at... <laughs> if that match even had a finish. It had so many run-ins, I don't even remember. What was, who did Sting face last in WWE where he like broke his hip or something? Buckle Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. That's where he got the spinal stegosaurus or whatever it's called. Yeah, stenosis. stenosis. Yeah. So that's not good. Um, next week, MJF versus Cassidy for the ring. This is next week's show booked already. Young Bucks against TH2, like I said before. I did not know who Cassidy was. Uh, you said Cassidy at the beginning of the show, too, and I still had no idea. Because I just knew oh, it was Orange or Orange Cassidy. I'm sorry. Okay. This so- time it's Orange Cassidy. The first time I said it was Cassidy from Private Party. Okay. Whoops. Um, yeah, MJ, but I assume because you know who won the Battle Royal, you know the answer because I, I said yeah. Orange Cassidy, Orange Punch. So, yeah. But MJF versus Orange Cassidy for the ring. Young Bucks against THU, like I said before. Dustin Rhodes against 10 from the Dark Order. I don't see why that's a big deal. Yeah. The Inner Circle Ultimatum. Ultimatum. <laughs> Stadium <laughs> Ultimatum. That's my favorite match. FTR against the Varsity Blondes. That's, that's Garrison and Pillman. So that's Jungle Man and Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, okay. And Abaddon is in action. Oh, scary. Plus, like I said, yeah, she's... Oof, that face with weird Aww. contact and the, it's all scary to me. Zombie. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's the card for um, next Dynamite. So that seems good. And there's going to be more than that. There's going to be at least two interviews because we're going to find yeah. out stuff later in the show. Backstage interview with Sheeta. The champion. Oh, this is awesome. I like this a lot. She says, and people online hated this. Really? Yes. Because it made her look like, like she's a scary stupid. little weakling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. She says, I'm not afraid of Abaddon. She's just a girl doing zombie cosplay. But then a pipe falls over somewhere in the background, and that scares Sheeta. And she's like, can we do this over? And they do the, we're live, pal, like JR thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she runs away. Like, I gotta go. I thought it was great. It showed personality. She has not not, shown a lot of personality. Listen, the whole point of this is, of course she knows that this is just a person in an outfit. But that makeup is so weird and creepy. Yes. And the way Abaddon acts isn't human. It's just like, there's nothing wrong with her being afraid of that, but trying to pretend she's not. Right. Yeah, I have no problem with this at all. People hated it. I loved it. I did too. Lance Archer and the Lucha Brothers, Lucha Bros, uh, versus Eddie Butcher and Blade is announced for next week. Okay. So, wow. Next week has a lot of stuff. Plus, like I said, Sting interview with Tony, plus another interview we're going to get based on the end of the show. Um, Earlier today, Moxley backstage promo. He talks about how epic this night is, and there's only one thing left to do. Go out there and make him go banana. Just one, because it's Pat Patterson. Yes. Excuse me, burp. Don Callis joins commentary. Uh Uh-oh. That's when I knew something weird was going to happen. When I wrote, "Uh uh-oh. Main event. um, The intro started 8.22 p.m. 
Or is it 9.22? I don't remember what time the show starts. I don't either. Yeah, it would have been 9.22. I'm sorry. I wrote the wrong time down. Because it ends at Well, now we got to start the whole review over. Yep. But here we go. AEW main event. AEW world title match. Kenny Omega versus Jon Moxley. So they say we are allowed to go over. If this match goes after the hour, we're just going to keep going on TNT. Okay. So either they really did get that deal or... They have this match scheduled right up to the button, and that you know it, it turns out they didn't have an overrun at all. <laughs> They're good at lying because you yeah. can get away with it when you're just gonna you know do a regular show. Yeah, but if it tricks the fans, whatever you can't do that too many times though. Mm-mm. You have to eventually have a real overrun if you claim to. Fool me once, fool me twice, fool me chicken soup with rice. That's what I always say. Um, Jr. says twerk in that neck. Do you mean tweaking that neck or working that neck or twerking, twerking that neck? There's so many things he could have it's meant. It's not twerking that neck, JR. I know that. I don't even think that's physically possible. No. Um, paradigm shift. <gasps> but no, he can't. Moxley can't capitalize. Um, they do. Okay, so they bring chairs into the ring. And remember, Omega said, leave all the garbage at home. Yeah. We're going to have a straight up wrestling match. And then I'm, that way, I will definitely beat you. No cheating. So they bring in chairs, but they do it so they can sit down on the chairs and have a slug fest in the ring. So they take a <laughs> classic thing from these strong style type matches where they where they exchange um, fisticuffs, but this time they do it in chairs. Yeah. So that's fine. Um, and then the final one is um, a, a punch from Omega into a V-trigger into Moxie's head and he flies off the chair. So that right. looked really good. Um, another paradigm shift, but Kenny kicks out and that was great. Mm-hmm. Really awesome stuff. Then we get a third paradigm shift outside the ring into uh, like a heater thing because they had to heat the building because it was, you know, it's an outdoor place. So you right. want to make sure the fans have a little and bit of And winter is coming, you know. Yeah, that's what I heard. That was the rumor. So paradigm shift into a heater and Kenny is down and the refs are checking on him and they're like, no, he went into the heater head first. He's, he's hurt. So Don Callis gets up and he comes over and... He's checking on Kenny, and he wants a microphone. And he's trying to say, "Stop the match!" But the mic isn't working. He's like, "You got to. We have to. We have to stop this. He's hurt." But it was all a trick. He gives the microphone to Kenny behind the ref's back. Kenny uses a cheap shot with the mic. Moxley's bleeding everywhere. A bunch of V triggers, one winged angel, and um, yeah, Kenny Omega just did what he said he wasn't going to do. Wasn't going to do, and he cheats to beat Moxley. And sure enough, as soon as he wins the title, he runs away with Don Callis. That's great. And if you notice, Kenny was trying to leave through the heel tunnel. Mm-hmm. And Don yanks him over to the other side and they leave through the face tunnel. Like, no, no, ah. you're still a good guy. Oh, funny. And Don says, they go run all, they, they're like, they're hijacking the title. And they run all the way outside, and Don says, see you on Impact. Wait, what? (laughs) See you on Impact? He's like, yeah, see you Tuesday. But Dynamite's on Wednesday. Yeah, Impact Wrestling. So at the last second, Eddie Kingston runs over to commentary, and he's like, our fight lands are are to right now. And then it just goes (laughs) off the air. (laughs) So apparently there was some kind of brawl or something for the crowd. Interesting. Um. I read somewhere online. Very good show. 
I liked it a lot. But yeah, I don't know what Winter is Coming had to do with any of it, other than it's December. They just want to have a, a yearly event. I do I know that. that on Dark, like half the wrestlers, like the, all the wrestlers who lost, yeah. their names were like Icy and Snowflake. and That's a good point. They were a lot like Frost and things yeah, like that. Yeah, Frost. And none of them were on this show. Right. So mm, I... That seems weird. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we have an email here. We do? I think... Uh, from Ian. We do? Yeah. I don't even know how to find emails anymore. It's fine. I'll read it. It says, hey guys, every now and then a rest- as a wrestling fan, there's an episode of a show that you know is going to go down in history for good or for ill. Mick Foley's championship win, putting bus- butts in seats. The finger poke of doom, making people turn off Nitro in droves. Vince McMahon on the last Nitro. The Nexus tearing the ring apart to destroy John Cena. The night that Kimono Wanalea danced on top of the ECW arena. <laughs> that was on um, Smart Wrestling Fan Retro. Actually, that last one never aired. No, you had to buy a VHS tape for that. And it was not worth it. These <laughs> are moments that are for good or ill more than wrestling television. They, are something, they tell us something about the wrestling business. And they mark moments where the industry changed. AEW managed to have two such moments last night. One was loud in public and the other thrown away almost as an aside but it's the latter that will have the greatest impact no pun intended sting coming to AEW is monumental and was incredible to watch in an industry where surprises don't happen anymore they managed to bring back an icon of wrestling on tnt and they used him to full advantage we'll have to see now how he looks next week when they let him speak but even if the angle leads to nothing the moment was perfectly executed mm-hmm. i agree with that the other moment is the huge double payoff in the last moments of the show, Kenny Omega's victory was the culmination of a story he and Mox started at Double or Nothing 2019. But it also revealed the story that Kenny has been telling in the background since All Out. Go back and watch Kenny's segments for the last few months. The SUV he got into with Don Callis on Wednesday was the same SUV he got into after losing the tag titles. Hmm. The house where Kenny gave his interview before the No More Contendership tournament had a picture of Don Callis with Kenny's uncle on the table. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Don wasn't at full gear just to commentate, but to protect the plans he and Kenny had in motion. And now they're going to Impact together. I have no idea if this is going to work. It's ambitious. It depends on people actually watching Impact. It depends on Impact not screwing up. What I do know is that this episode is going to go down in history. For good or ill. You didn't use that too much. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Ian. Ian. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That was a historic show. Yeah. It felt like something really, really important. Um, and it was a regular show on a regular night right so the question is do we have to review impact around as i said already yeah it seems like at least once we do now my only problem with this and i hate to you know go behind the curtain and ruin stuff for people nothing to see here but impact's already been recorded for months so there's the problem where you can have don callis and kenny do a segment and you can glue that on but you can't have them interact with things that already happened. Right. So we're going to have a regular impact show. And then you're going to have a segment where Kenny and Don talk. Okay. <sighs> yeah. So for most people, just seeing that clip is going to be enough impact for them. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we're looking for here. If we want to do crossovers, you have, you have Gallows and Anderson over there. Yeah. You have Sammy Callahan over there. You have a lot of things that could... The FTR has already been challenging teams in Impact 
Impact used to be the home of the Young Bucks. You have teams that the Young Bucks want to wrestle over there. You have Motor City Machine Guns over there. You have, you know, there's a lot of history. And there's a lot of combinations you can do. But it's going to be really tough. It's going it's here's the thing it's going to be like without the crossover part. It's going to be like New Japan in America and mm-hmm. New Japan in in Japan because in America you still have Jeff Cobb as a face on these strong yeah, shows. Yeah, that's true. And you still have none of it matches up. Yeah. Everything's all wrong because those were taped so long ago. So if we're going to do this, let's get serious about this and then have you know, impact go back to taping once a month or whatever. And I understand it was pandemic cost saving. Yeah. But you gotta stop recording all these episodes together starting now. So air what you got and then you gotta record less if you wanna do this and make this work. Otherwise it's gonna be a mess. We'll see. We'll yeah. see what they do. Yeah, with we it. know nothing right now because Impact isn't until tomorrow. So we know nothing, Jon Snow. That's yeah. I can steal from hide it in Game of Thrones too. That works. Okay. All right. Well, that's that. And um, so, what was the? Oh, and then on the other channel, you of course had your given up show of the um, the NXT. Oh right. Where. They had a ladder match to determine who gets the advantage in the women's war games match. And the face team won. Hmm. Why? I don't know. Stupid. Okay. Anyway. Let's talk about SmackDown. Let's talk about SmackDown. Yeah. I have other things I want to talk about, but we'll wait till after after the SmackDown. Okay. So this is when I realized that they were still at the Amway Center. Because right. we think we thought they were gone last week, right? Yes, because yeah. there was supposed to be some kind of yeah. something basketball there. But we are at the Amway Center in the original Thunderdome. Kayla Braxton is in the ring, and she's there to interview Roman Reigns, and she sings his accolades like he's a face, like like Paul Heyman would, basically. Yeah. It was real weird. To look yeah, at, it was to very strange. To. And she says that Roman Reigns is going to team with Jey Uso to face Kevin Owens and Otis tonight. Yeah. So Roman comes out with Jay and Paul, and Roman looks down at Kayla and says that she missed something in the intro. Mm. So then Paul handles it from there. It was the um, high chief. It was a few things. She missed a lot. Apparently, she, she said tri- a lot, but she, she missed, missed tribal a lot. chief. She missed range and defending chief. all that other stuff. Yeah. But those are that's a Paul Heyman thing. Yeah. So Paul handles it, uh, the rest of the intro, and then Kayla says that she's become. She says he's become a commanding figure in the Thunderdome, Roman Reigns, Mm -hmm. but she wants to know what happened last week. And so they show all the beatdown stuff on the Tron, and it's a long recap, and by the time they're done with the recap, it's like the main event already. But Kayla accuses Roman of avoiding confrontation with Kevin Owens and asks if he fears Kevin. And so then Roman gets really good here. He says that this is the biggest opportunity of Kayla's career. This is the biggest thing she's ever done, the most relevant she's ever been. They could have had a a, a veteran out like Cole, but they gave her an opportunity, and she asked this stupid question. And he won't answer it, of course. 
And then her next question is, is Jay a pawn in Roman's big scheme? And Roman says, stupid words for stupid people. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, It's it's amazing. Um, He keeps talking about how Kayla is blowing this huge opportunity. And then Paul just takes over and talks about Roman and Jay main eventing and the rating, basically about Jay main eventing and the ratings, how great they've been because Jay's been in the main (laughs) event. Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens has had enough, so he comes out. And Kevin says, this is where it gets all screwed up. Kevin says that since they don't fear one another, he and uh, Roman, that they should have a face-off right now. Jay steps in and accepts, and he kind of gets the side eye from Roman. But Kevin said he wasn't talking to the busboy, he was talking to the head of the table. Wow. Okay. Mm. KO says, if not now, then at TLC, and let's make it a TLC title match. Okay, that's all fine. Yeah. Roman accepts. He basically says, like Jay said, I accept. We don't back down from a challenge, Jay. I accept. Yeah. But he says he's not going to fight right now because he's not a savage and there's a lady in the ring and grow up. And then Kevin says some words. Yeah. So I'll explain later why it's confusing. Because what as of right now, now I don't know accepting... if he accepted TLC or if he right. expect, accepted a match for later tonight. Yeah. I, do, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So tonight um, we get the, we're going to have a Pat Patterson tribute match. It's Rey Mysterio, Daniel Bryan, Biggie versus Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, and Shinsuke Nakamura. They are all former Intercontinental Champions, just like Pat Patterson was. Yes. So we're going to have well, that Well, Sami's former and current former that's true yeah that's true um later on tonight we're going to get a war of words between sasha and carmella let me spoil neither of them make good word mouth let me let me spoil the war right now there's there's no winners in this war and there is one big loser yeah and it's very sad it is it's fine okay it's not fine we went from bailey against sasha and some awesome stuff to this yeesh Bailey comes out. She has a ding dong hello shirt that anyone <laughs> yeah. can buy me for Christmas if you're interested. <laughs> I would wear that shirt. It's awesome. Um, we come back. Uso yammers in the back to Roman about how he, you know, overstepped tonight by accepting the challenge, and you know he apologizes. And then Roman does his mumble thing where you kind of can. It's like the clenched jaw thing that your mom would do if she was on the phone and you're trying to talk to her. And she's like, "Mm -mm, on the phone. It's that kind of thing. But you hear Roman clearly say there are consequences. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what that is later. We find out Roman versus KO at TLC in a TLC match for the title is official. So that's what was accepted. Okay. Even though Jay said he accepted after... KO said, tonight. let's fight tonight. And Rain said what he said. Yes. So that would mean, yeah, it was, it was stupid. Yes. Now we're going to have some women's action. And Natalia actually gets an entrance. That was surprising. I yeah. thought she'd already be in the ring. Um, Bianca Belair is on commentary. Oh, that's right. She doesn't get an entrance because she's just She doesn't on get the entrance. And I already yeah. forgot who she was facing, but I forgot that <laughs> Bailey came out and I wanted yeah. her. Okay. Um, Natalia and Bailey fight, and Bailey taps to the sharpshooter very what? quickly. What was? Why? I don't know. What was this? Bailey was the last champ last time I checked, right? Yeah. Why is Natalia beating 
anyone, especially Bailey, right Because she has new awesome gear. So wait. So now Bailey just jobbed out to basically nothing, and we're supposed to want Bailey versus Bianca Belair. I guess. I wanted it before. Yeah. Now I don't know. I, I do. I don't... I, I now Bailey's want. junk. She's not junk. She's kind of junked She's up. She's saving herself. I don't know about for, that. For bigger competition. I'm not sure. Up next, we're going to get a Pat Patterson tribute celebration thing. We get that, and it is very long. It's my way. It is. It was his way. And now it's the tribute match with the old Intercontinental title on display. That thing is ugly. It's really ugly. Oof. But it's neat. It's just really hideous. Yeah. But this match. Oh, like, my God. This match is good. Why is this so good? Yeah. Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, and Big E come out first. Biggie has new or old music. I don't know. It's just not New Day music. And he does the Chalk Baby thing. <coughs> Excuse me. And it makes oh me God. so happy. Chalk Baby was one of his greatest gimmicks ever. But he's wearing New Day gear still. And he does the New Day rocks clap thing. I just so he's half up New Day, half... Cyborg. Oh, he's half New Day, half old Biggie, and half reinvented singles Biggie. He's the only man with three halves. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's MVP. Sorry. Oh. Okay. Oops. Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Sami Zayn come out next. It's a match. I like this match a lot. There are lots of great counters. Um, we get a blind tag by Sami, and Brian gets him into the yes lock, and I thought that was going to be it. Because what was the what was what did you think the outcome of this match was going to be? That it should be Biggie beating Sami because right. I thought Biggie versus Sami was going to be the pay per view, right? But apparently not. We get a rope break. It's a weird match. It's not, and I don't say that in a disparaging way. It's just, it's just not what I expected. But it was very good. Daniel Bryan rolls up Sami Zayn, and the faces win. Hmm. Um, so Daniel Bryan gets a title shot then. Yeah, I guess. Which means he's going to get a title shot for the Intercontinental Title first, and then a title shot against Reigns in January. Oh, okay. I get. I mean, I don't know if they're still doing that. And the faces go outside the ring and they do like the Patterson rally thing and then they rush in. This is all like some kind of wacky house show yeah. stuff. And they get to a point where Dolph ends up in a, alone in the ring with the faces. And so you think Dolph's going to take, at first you think Dolph's going to take all the finishers. Then you think Dolph's going to take all of the Pat Patterson moves. Right, because they do a atomic drop. So you're but like, it oh, ends up being this hybrid. So he eats weird. an atomic drop from... Uh, Daniel Bryan, a 619 from Ray. I don't remember Pat ever doing that. And then a big <laughs> ending from Big E. Yeah, this was like an MSG thing, so. But yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Now Kayla is still uh, in- interviewing for a living, even after <laughs> the verbal beatdown from Roman mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. But she's interviewing Kevin Owens in the back. And he is much nicer to her than Roman was. And Kevin says that he used to respect Roman Reigns so much, and Roman wasn't a jerk before, and he was one of the boys, but not now. And then weird stuff happens. So they're standing by a door, like a locker room door or something, and Kalisto comes out. And Kalisto's like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're, you know, we're in, you're in the middle of something, I'm, I'm sorry. And, but Kevin Owen is very, Owens is very gracious, and he compliments the fedora that Kalisto is wearing. And Kalisto says, what's a fedora? Kevin Owens says, that's your hat. I didn't, okay, if this was, okay, first I thought, is this a Pat Patterson joke? I don't know, but, but I couldn't I love find it. any evidence of that. Oh, it was so Then funny. I thought. Is this some kind of Lucha Things woo rib? No. 
He didn't accidentally walk in there because I don't think he would have been quick enough to say what's that to the right. fedora unless he really didn't know. But I don't understand this at all. Yeah, it was it was funny. Um, there's only one other thing that made me laugh like that on um, WWE programming this week and the next one's with Shayna and uh, Nia. Yes. So um, Kevin Owens calls Reigns a jackass. Uh, Kevin Owens makes an a-hole chant with his mouth, but yeah. not saying the word a-hole. He it's just like hums it, and there's other ways he could have done it to make more sense. Yeah. Otis walks in. Um, Otis and Kay are blue-collar brawlers I with guess. dirt under their nails, and they're wow. going to team up tonight. That's something. Okay. Next up, Carmella and Sasha try to talk. We get more Pat Patterson tribute stuff. Um, so now we get the split-screen interview with Carmella and Sasha. And Cole wants to start with Carmella, but Sasha takes over. And I say this is fine, and Joe disagrees, and that's okay. We know that Sasha is not a strong talker. She has reg- she regressed. This was she got She's to the like, point where she was okay. This she took you're, fifty you're steps fight back. Mia for the for the woman title. Mia, yeah, you? yeah. What? Um, but she wasn't the worst. Carmella was... Because Carmella wow. just has nothing to offer. She has nothing to she say. She can get the words out, but there, there's nothing behind them. And she admits that she just walked in and is handed everything because of who she is. And, and poor Sasha had to fight for it. And that sucks. And it's like, why are we supposed to... I Why are we supposed to care about Carmella? Boo, cheer, anything. I don't care. She's basically saying, I'm, I exist. Yeah. Well... That's not enough. Yeah, I. Well, I, I'm interested in seeing the train wreck match, and if Sasha can carry them both through. Let me guess: mellow go round, stand in the corner, stand on your head, and do a head scissors flip thing. That's supposed to be a run, but it's not. Uh, the cone or code of silence, depending on who you believe. Yeah, rest holds kicks high kicks yeah there i just described the entire match oh i have to watch that then yikes now murphy and Aaliyah come out and no i think think it's just the two of them and i'm thinking he still has one albatross but then i'll come ray and dominic oh my god he has an entourage whatever it's murphy versus king corbin oh my god ray wrestled earlier i thought we wouldn't have to see the whole family again but here they are but king corbin has people with him and they're hmm. wearing hoodies and suit jackets. And they're wearing hoodies, but they look really familiar. And Michael Cole, and well, Graves starts to say, I think that's, but then he doesn't know if he's allowed right. to say who it is just yet. And <laughs> Cole starts saying who, what he thinks, what he says, well, they're wearing hoodies. And Graves is like, well, they're not wearing masks. Right. You can see their faces. Yeah. They're not robbing banks. Yeah. Um, it's... <laughs> The it's Wesley Blake and Steve oh Cutler, which is basically the non-racist edition of the Forgotten Sons. Oh my God! So now we have Blake and Murphy. Oh and yeah, the, and they Graves even rem- remembers yeah. that he's like, yeah. "Hey, look, it's Blake and Murphy together again, or yeah. wrestling against each other again, or whatever." But, whatever. Oh my God! These two guys, where have they been? And then you wonder where the 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 bad seed was that tweeted the bad thing. You know where he is? I just found out tonight. He was on main event 
with Elias. So it looks like he just got magically teleported to Raw. Oh, boy. Because you know what Elias needs is a taller bearded guy standing next to him. Yeah, someone who looks just like him. It's going to be great. Okay, this is a match. It's fine. Graves name checks the Forgotten Sons, so now it's official that we know who they are. Dominic and Ray don't interfere this time because there are people there to stop them just by being present. Last week, the Mysterios were big heels, but this week they're big cowards. Right. Nice. Corbin tells the Forgotten Sons to attack Dominic and Ray. Yeah. And that's enough to distract Murphy. I have no idea what the hell Aaliyah is doing, but end of days and Corbin wins. Wow. So Murphy just beat Seth Rollins just to lose to King Corbin. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you serious? And did he beat him off TV? Whoa, phrasing. Did he... Wow. Is Rollins gone now? Uh, It wasn't because of that. It was because Seamus bro kicked him into oh, the future. Oh, okay. Um, to get him to go home with baby Rokes. Yeah, Rockies. Rokesies. Rocky. Yes. Street Profits are here just to annoy the F out of me. Oh my god, they're balladeers again. They're regressing. And Robert Rude interrupts because they're going to shove everyone I can't stand in one what box. But then Cesaro's on? there, so I like Cesaro. Oh. But they all drive me nuts and they're just talking about nonsense and I don't care. Did this ever lead to anything? No, nah, I don't know. They just kept yelling at each other and there was no fight. They said was so no- many words and I was not able to take in any of it. All they did was talk about what happened on the show. Yeah. And then, and then talk about how they're all tag teams. And it's like, well, where's your titles? Well, where's yours? Yell, yell, yell. And then it just went to commercial. Yeah. And then it's just done. Wow. Main evento. Otis and Kevin Owens come out. Uh, Cole says, this is his quote. Uh Okay. Kevin Owens made it clear that I do not respect or fear Roman Reigns. Wow. So Cole doesn't respect or fear Roman Reigns. I guess not. When That's bold. It's going to get some kicked. You know better. And we get another Pat Patterson tribute. Um, we had lots of them, like I said. Um, Jey Uso comes out, but Roman is nowhere to be seen. So it looks like the consequence is that Roman was going to um, make Jay fight on his own, make it a handicap yeah, match. Apparently. I guess. I don't know. Match starts. Jay gets beat down for a bit, and then Roman strolls out with Paul. Mm-hmm. He won't tag in, but he goes and he beats the hell out of Otis um, outside the ring. Roman kills Otis with the ring steps yeah, over does. and over. Now, hold and on. And they haven't rung the bell. When are you, since when, are you allowed to use the steel steps as a weapon? You can throw somebody into them, but once you pick them up, doesn't that make them a weapon? And then if you can just do that and not get to, and before anybody says, oh, because he wasn't the legal man, then the. The non-legal man in every tag match should just grab the steps yeah. and start murdering Get everybody the advantage. with him. Apparently, it's allowed. Yeah, this should be a DQ. It's insane. We go to break and we come back and it's it's just a match again. Um, KO does a Samoan drop to Jay and it irritates Roman because that's like some appropriation thing. Jay goes for the frog splash, but Roman insists that Jay tag out so Roman can finish the show. Yeah. Roman comes in without being tagged, though, and he puts the guillotine on KO for a DQ because he's not the legal man. So, so the so the oh my god! So doing a wrestling move when you're not legal, bad is bad. But using steps is fine. Yes. Okay. What? So this wow. So then Jay grabs a chair and he kills Owens over again, over and over again with the chair, and then he frog splashes the chair like an idiot. There's just no reason for that ever no, to be a thing. That's bad. Never, never, never. And then Roman. 
grabs a chair and he kills Jay with it. Oh my God. Because consequences. Um, Roman drapes the title over Owen's um, and then does his little mumble yell thing. Yeah. And he says, you and your family are going to fear me. Wow. And it's a very good SmackDown. That was wow. yeah, that's that your show. Was I pretty, really enjoyed it. It was a pretty fun show. And just the whole Reigns-Uso-Owens thing. I mean, it's mostly the Reigns thing. But, you know, good stuff. And beating up the Uso. And, yeah. you know, he's like his, his, whatever you want to call it. His um, punching bag, whatever you want to say. It's really sad, but true. So, there you go. That's okay. that. All right. Okay. Well, that's SmackDown. Oh, so, oh, yeah, that's right. On the, on Sunday, WWE decides to air two different shows. Okay. One is War Games Takeover. The other one is Tribute to the Troops. Hmm. When I saw that Takeover War Games was going to be Sad Sack on the pre-show. And had a card that was very predictable. Uh, I thought, oh boy, we're not going to bother with this on the show. And let me tell people what this was. Okay. Because besides the opening match, was which was the Women's War Games match, mm-hmm. which had some really cool spots in it, whatever. But besides that, where um, Giant Gonzalez pinned... The champion, Io Shirai, yeah. for the victory, which is going to lead to some kind of title match later. Probably on New Year's Eve, I think. Okay. Um, or the New Year's Eve show. I don't know if it's actually New Year's Eve, but um, yeah, I, I actually don't know. I think it is. Or it's two days before. I Whatever. It doesn't matter. Irrelevant. Um, besides that, everybody that got pinned in the night was a jobber, basically. Oh. Because you had that opening the show, and then you had Chompy against Thatcher, which Thatcher just loses all his matches, Aww. and then all the, it's sad. He's gonna wrestle. He's gonna wrestle against Finn Balor, and he's gonna lose. He's gonna wrestle against Damian Priest, and he's gonna lose. He's gonna wrestle against Chompy, and guess what? He is gonna lose. Right. So he loses. And then they had that awful strap match that no one cares about with Grimes and Loomis. Oh yeah. And again, Loomis wins. Because Grimes is a little jobber guy. And then we had the North American title match with, it was a triple threat. Gargano, Damian Priest, and jobber champion Leon Ruff. Right. Jobber champion Leon Ruff gets beat and Gargano wins. And then you had your main event where it was football head team versus undisputed era team in a war games match. Mm Mm-hmm. And guess who's on that football head team? Oni Lorkin, who's basically... Right. Unfortunately, I like him, but he's basically a jobber. And so he get, takes the pin so that Undisputed are yet again win war games. I heard it was a really good show, but it. I, I guess you don't have to care. I mean, you have to not care about... A lot of problems. Yeah. And people and things. But the other thing is... Um, that they did show the the thing. Um, Karen Cross is coming back soon. Oh right! So forgot about him. Excuse me. So there's that. But what the weird thing about Karen Cross is that he had to give up that title in like two seconds, 
And then Finn Balor won it in all those convoluted ways with the with the what was it like the four way Iron mm-hmm. Man thing, and then the two two way you know the not two way regular fries match. Yeah. After that, and then he was declared champion and got his jaw broken right away. Yeah. And it's like titles cursed. Not the titles cursed, but it seems like he hasn't done anything since then. Who's he? Finn Balor. Okay. Since he won the title. But it seems like he's been out just as long as right. as Karrion Cross, almost. And by the time Cross is healed and ready to come back, Balor's jaw might be healed. I don't even know. I don't know how any of this works. Yeah, I don't. Like, either. You put Balor just didn't get him squashed by Cross to get rid of Balor. I don't know. Hmm. But, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But anyway, so like I said, that the 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 NXT takeover was not the only wwe show to air on sunday okay because of course (sighs) how is this real i i don't know it aired at different times depending on whether football was on for you or whatever thing but anyway um it was only three matches all the faces won i heard it was good though no one knows what we're talking about yet. Tribute to the troops? Okay. You didn't hear this was good. I did. No. I Who said that. Did. Some nameless person on Twitter said it. They are they were bored out of their minds. There's one benefit to this show. It was only an hour long. That might be sometimes that's all it takes. I'm gonna see if I can find it. That's fine. If you like just Celebrity after football star after celebrity pandering, a 10-man tag match, a women's tag match, and a main event of Miz versus Drew McIntyre, and you like musical guest Hardy. I do not. Not Matt Hardy nor Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Then you might, this show might be for you. Well, while you're looking, let me tell you about this musical guest, Hardy. I'm never going to find it. Remember last week on Raw, we said he was going to sing his his hit song, One Beer. Yes. Remember that? Mm-hmm. He didn't even sing it. He sang something else. Okay. Okay. But I was like, I got to find out about this Hardy. So I went on Twitter and I found this Hardy's account. And let me tell you, like one of his playlists here. I'm just going to read a sampling of some of his songs. Okay, and I found the tweet, by the way. Okay, go ahead, read it. Someone said, apparently, Tribute to the Troops was a really good show this year, so I've heard. Said that. Oh, come on! Okay, listen, I was scrolling, that was a positive right. thing, and my memory is not great, so. That's fine, but. but that person didn't even watch Let's be clear, no one watched that show. No, there's okay? a lot of tweets about people who watch it. Okay, but they're drunk. Okay, but speaking of one beer, and it wasn't even on here. Here are some of the songs that this man named Hardy, who wears a hat. Now, forget it. I can't even describe this man. You're just going to have to look him up. And we might offend half the listeners. Well, this guy's name should be Hyuk Hyuk Hardy, because here's some of the songs he sings. Boots. (laughs) Boots is one of the songs. One beer, we already know that. Hate Your Hometown. Okay. Okay. I think that one's relatable. Okay. Broke Boy. Also relatable. Where you at? <laughs> no, yeah. 
Yeah, that's a song. I don't like the preposition ending thing. Where are you at? Ain't a bad day. And my favorite of all, Truck. (laughs) His title track on his album is called Truck. Everybody? Okay. Yuck, yuck. Truck. Oh, boy. Yuck, truck. Yuck, 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 truck. What's that really long one? Second to last one. I don't know. We're not giving him any more promotion. I refuse. Fine. No, we're done with this guy. Yuck, 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 yuck. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. <laughs> Look at this guy. Did you hear this song? If you watched Raw. I don't want to hear it. If you watched Raw, you heard part of the song. Okay? It was okay. so good. Anyway, that was tribute to the troops. That's as much a review as you can I thought it get. was tribute to the troop. That's going to be on Raw. Oh, should we do Raw now? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I guess we'll do that now. Monday night raw. That's the show. And it's live from place, 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 place. I guess Pat Patterson died again because we're doing another tribute tonight. It's a different show. Oh, okay. I do really enjoy that stupid raw opening song. Oh my gosh, it's uh, it's unintentional. What's the word I'm thinking of? Un, un, un purposely. Unintentionally hilarious. Unintentionally, not unpurposely. Yeah. Yes, unintentionally hilarious. Really good. Um, and then as soon as we have the little tribute at the beginning, and they play that "Now Y'all Done It" song, Tom is screaming at the top of his lungs, and he's so excited. So I guess Pat Patterson Memorial's over. Yeah, because it was super song. Wow, he was like, like it, WWE yeah. found out that Pat Patterson is. And he's like, we love Raw! Woo! Woohoo! Oh my god. Truck. Okay. Truck. Hit single truck. Tonight, AJ Styles, Miz, and Morrison Ugh. are going to face off in a three-on-two handicap match against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. I can't oh take my god. any more Miz and Morrison. Why Why do we keep having combinations of Miz and Morrison against Drew McIntyre? I, I'm... I don't want this anymore. Please make it stop. They're getting to the point where I'm going to start forgetting all the good that Ms. Was. Yes, he is maximum He's a caricature idiot of himself right now. now. Yep, I agree. Randy Orton comes out to open the show. He says he's not afraid of the fiend, and he's much more evil than the fiend. So why would he be afraid? He's going to go. Never Putin anyone's purse allegedly. That's why. Well, that's what I heard allegedly. But he says I'm going to go knock on that funhouse door. I wonder who's going to let me in. Bray Wyatt shows up in the Tron. Oh, it's the funhouse and. He hosts the game show called Let's Get Randy. <laughs> ha ha ha. And it's a Price is Right font ripoff in music. And you can win a crucifix. Why can't they say crucifix again? I don't know. What's a crucifix? I think a crucifix is something different. Is it? Yeah, because that was... Horcrux? Was... Is that it? No, that's different. Yeah, that's definitely I'm going to look at... But you can win that. Or you can win the rotting carcass of Friendship Frog. Wow. <laughs> Why? So the game is, I guess, a question and answer game, but it's the puppets playing against each other. I don't know. Crucix is something. Okay. Uh, Spell check says it's not. Hmm. Spell check doesn't know everything. Okay, that's fine. Just letting you know. So it's Mercy versus Rabbit versus Huskus the Pig. And guess what? Whatever the question was, I don't remember anymore. They all lose. 
And right. Orton is in the ring and he's like, that, that, that's enough. Stop playing around. I want a match against regular fries Bray Wyatt tonight. That's it. Okay. I don't want the Fiend. I want to wrestle Bray. Right. And Bray's all excited. He's like, who, me? Yes, of course I accept. And we go to the table and Tom's announce table. And Tom's like, wow, is it possible that match might even happen tonight? Possibly. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, oh my God. God. Please n- n- forever stop that. Wow. At TLC, the TLC pay-per-view, they say it is official. Nia, Jax, and Shayna Baszler are going to wrestle Asuka and Lana for the tag titles. Guess what kind of match, though? Um, Think about it. Tables? Regular match. Oh. Why? What are we... What? Because they'll make it a tables match anyway. I hope so. Regular match. One, two, three match. Lana went through ten tables. Let's have a regular match. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Asuka and Lana come out. So, okay. Shayna and I are backstage. Nia is like hyping up Shayna. She's oh, like, this is my favorite We're going to get Asuka tonight. And you're going to twist her into a pretzel. Twist her all up. And then at the pay-per-view, you're going to get Lana. And you're going to twist her all up. And Shayna's like, yeah. Her front will look like her back. No, her front will be on her back. And her back will be on her front. Wasn't it? No. Okay, sorry. I don't know why you questioned it. It's okay. Her front's going to look like her back, and her back's going to look like her front. And what does Nia say? She's going to have boobs on her back? And Shannon just makes a face like, well, yeah, and then just leaves. <laughs> oh, just the best. I ruined it by questioning you in the middle it's, of it. It's fine. No, it was very funny. It's really oh, good. Oh, I loved it. It's kind of amazing. But here we go. Oscar versus Shayna is your match. By the way, later tonight, it's going to be Dana Brooke and Ricochet against Ooh. Reckoning and Slapjack. How's <laughs> okay. that a real match? How's that a real sentence? Oh, my God. Nia attacks Lana outside the ring. But Lana fights back and does like a head scissors thing. Did you mention that that Lana and Asuka have matching? Oh, they do. Matching. We're going to win some no. titles soon. Oh, my year. God. That, that better be to fool us. And and Lana is trying to dance like Oscar, oh and isn't Lord. Lana the one who was trained in oh, dancing? Yes. And she it looks like she does not wish. She uh-huh. says she's a trained dancer. I've heard her in interviews saying she forgot a lot of it. Yeah. I don't so, okay, so it's like how I was a trained dancer because, like, in third grade, I did some recitals. Right. Was she five? And that's yeah. the thing. I did yeah. Jailhouse Rock, and raindrops keep falling on my head. <laughs> that's awesome. But no one remembers that unless you practice. And don't go breaking my heart. Wow. Who I thought, by the way, that was Elton John and RuPaul for the longest time. Wow. I don't know how I thought that. Why wouldn't it be? I and into my adulthood, I thought that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it be, right? Yeah. So, Naya goes into the announce table, but it doesn't break again, of course, because it's not that kind of a spot. But Oscar, oh, distraction. So, Oscar rolls up Shayna. That's the third pin on Shayna in like three weeks. Oh, Shayna. Yikes. Yeah. Tonight, it's the Samojo says American champion. <laughs> no, he's, he corrects himself. He says United States champion. Um, Lashley going against Jeff Hardy. Non-title it's, match. It's Elton John and Kiki D, just in case you're wondering. Oh, okay. Oh, I got RuPaul and, and Kiki D. Yeah, same person. And Kofi Kingston against Shelton Benjamin. So, what year is this? 2009. Extreme rules. It is. Um, backstage... The Hurt Business bullies stagehands. Nice. They're just bullies. Backstage, 
Now, a different segment, Ricochet and Dana Brooke are talking strategy in their match against Slapjack and Reckoning later tonight. No, I didn't think you needed to have a strategy conversation. I don't know why you would need that. You're obviously going to beat those jobbers, but whatever. So, Riddle comes in, and he has a box that says Bro Nuts on it, with two T's for trademark reasons or something. Yeah. And it's just a box of donuts. And he's like, you want to eat these? And they're like, get out of here. Just leave. We don't We don't want anything. We're, just, we're trying to strategize. So he leaves. And then Ricochet leaves. And then, no. Yes? No, Ricochet stays. Well, Dana Sarah, talks about her black eye with her black guy. That's true. That happens. And then Sarah sidles in and interviews Ricochet. But Dana does most of the talking. And she's like, I'm going to slap them around a little bit. Slap them around. I'm going to slap them all around. I slapped them in the face. Yeah. Okay. No word about Mia Yim's mask falling off or anything like Mm-mm. that. Um, Reckoning and Slapjack come out with Ollie. <laughs> yep, it's real. Retribution in a box says that they're going to expose Ricochet as a failure. Not tonight. Uh, yes, the match is Reckoning and Slapjack. I can't say it enough versus Ricochet <laughs> and Dana Brooke. It's a really short match. This time... Um, Reckoning's mask does not fall off. Dana wins again. They super glued it to her face. They did. But why is Dana Brooke winning these matches? I... Who who is this helping? It's not getting Dana over because they'll just job her out next week and they'll never put a, give her a title or anything. It's not helping Retribution who already has a bad reputation of, of being losers. I don't understand what any of the point of this is. Slapjack tweeted after this match, something's got to change. I think it was T-Bar. It was, oh, was T-Bar, that's it right. It was Dijak that, that tweeted that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Dijak, you He's were good. He's not even good. on TV. You were good when you were Dijak. Yeah, this is real bad. So, um, Remember so, the Keith Lee Dijak matches? That was his best stuff ever that I've ever seen in his whole career. Um, so... Ali gets all mad at his jobbery team. All the while, Dana's like, look at this flex! <laughs> Seamus is backstage. Keith Lee comes in all angry. You know why he's angry? He has no storylines, no feuds, no future. How sad is this? Yeah. What, what can he do besides turn heel? I think that's this is where we're going. Because everybody's waiting for Seamus to turn on Drew. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Keith Lee. Okay. Yeah. He's too mad. He says, you going to turn on Drew tonight? And Seamus is like, uh, sorry, I'm busy. You got to excuse me while I go turn on the champion right now. And he leaves. So, yeah, that's what's happening. I really do think it's the joke is that it's going to be the swerve is that it's Keith Lee. Because they don't have a clue what to do with him. So they'll just turn him. Yeah. It's horrible. Why would you ever do that? I don't know. Already in the ring, crappy Miz TV. Miz says, yesterday was tribute to the troop. Just one troop. And it wasn't even a Pat Patterson tribute. Nope. Nope. Guest AJ Styles out with almost. Not almost. I thought it was almost. O-L-M-O-S. No, it's four letters. O-M-O-S. Really? Yes. Hmm. It's what the graphic said. Oh, okay. Styles says he's going to kill Drew with weapons because he's allowed to in the TLC match. And then he's going to climb a ladder and win the title. Great. I wrote that down because they change it all the time. Right. Whether you pin somebody or you climb a ladder in the TLC match because it's been both. Mm-hmm. So this time he says you climb a ladder. Um, Miz says Sheamus is Drew's BFS. Best friend Sheamus? <laughs> I don't. What? I don't know. 
Okay. Miz and Morrison do terrible accents, and I want them both gone forever. This was... This was the most annoying segment I've seen in I don't even know how long. Since last week. It was really bad. Yeah, since last time we saw them. Seamus comes out. He says he's sick of people telling him that he's going to turn on Drew. Miz says, but Seamus, look at all of us. You're outnumbered, fella. But he says it in a way that's the most annoying thing on earth that I can't even repeat because it's so annoying. Right. Drew comes out. He says a bunch of vulgar stuff about Maurice. Yeah. And purses. Yep. And then AJ bails out to the floor when Drew and Seamus are in the ring. And he says, hey, it's actually four on two. And he gives a thumbs up <laughs> as the almost and Styles are way far away from the other guys. And then at that point, Seamus and Drew attack Miz and Morrison. And Drew throws the briefcase so far that it hits, it skids on the ramp and on the stage and hits the Tron and breaks part of it. Oh, geez. So that's nice. <laughs> Good job, buddy. New day out. And here's your match. Kofi Kingston against Shelton Benjamin from 2009. Um, trouble in Paradise. Kofi wins. But I guess he tweaked his knee or something. Twerked it. Oh, that's right. He twerked his knee. But Cedric is all mad. Because Cedric heard that rumor that all you got to do is have <laughs> ruthless aggression and just turn your volume up to 11 or on your personality. So he thinks that means yell really loud. So he just yells a bunch and he says he's sick of New Day and he's going to beat Kofi right now. So that's it. When we come back from break, it's already a match. Already in progress, Kofi versus Cedric. Cedric uses Peyton Royce's finisher, spinning grandmaster, <laughs> as a transitional move. Yeah. And notice no Peyton, so... Is this a joke of some kind? Like, Lombard check, Cedric wins, and he wants a tag title shot. So, if all, I swear to God, if all this is to turn Shelton uh, face, this makes no sense. Right. Drew McIntyre comes out. So, this isn't going to be the main event. This is early right. in the middle of the show. Okay. Handicap crap. I'm so sick of Drew, even. I'm sick of Drew. I'm sick of Seamus. I'm sick of Miz. I'm it's sick just, of Morrison. It's like Raw is like the same episode every week. Yeah. And you just shake up where they are on the card. Right. SmackDown kind of feels that way, too. But the rain stuff is subtle and it's interesting. It's a continuation of a story. Yeah. This is like, let's see. First, it's Drew against Miz and Morrison. Now it's Drew and Sheamus against Miz and Morrison. Now it's Drew and Sheamus against Ms. Morrison and, and AJ Smackdown's Styles. Smackdown's like a serial drama and yeah. Raw is like a really, really bad sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. This match takes forever. And it's so boring. Like King of Queens or something. It's going <laughs> It's going on um, like a hundred years, I think. Big Bang Theory. And in the match... Oh... That's the worst thing ever made. And Seamus accidentally broke Hicks Drew. So phenomenal forearm out of nowhere on Seamus and the heels win. So that's going to be a problem. Because Drew looks at Seamus like, what the heck? <laughs> um, next week, it's Lana against Nia Jax. So what? We've Why? seen this already. And it's a sad match. Yes. Why is this the only build for next week? There's no other build. It's this. This is what they're banking on for ratings. This is why the ratings are in the toilet. They don't book anything important yeah. for the next week. They make it up as they go. And the one thing they announce is Lana against Nigel. I can't I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself, WWE. 
Brother Love and Kevin Dunn doing the high five as Vince rips up the script once again and restarts everything. So we realized this week that all this time... um, Oh my God. (laughs) How could this be, though? I don't know. Because, like, names confuse me, and I thought Kevin Dunn and Kevin Sullivan were the same person. Oh my God. Kevin Dunn is like if you take Hardcore Holly Mm -hmm. and then cross-pollinate him with more of a beaver, the animal, than (laughs) Hardcore Holly already is. Okay. And make him super angry. Okay. Like that Nickelodeon show, Two Angry Beavers. Maybe that was Cartoon Network. I don't know. And of course, that's supposed to be some kind of joke. Okay. But the point is, that's Kevin Dunn. The super angry... But to me, you're describing Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan is this weird short guy that's the um, the taskmaster that leads the Dungeon of Doom. Yes, I thought he all this the time. Face of Kev- uh, he has the face of Kevin Smith. Yeah, okay. And he's a Satan worshiper. These are to- totally But I still people. thought it was the same. Okay, that's but fine. But now you have three Kevins and I'm all screwed up. Oh, Kevin Smith, right. Well, yeah, Kevin Dunn is the one on Tough Enough that's like, oh, they're never going to get over. I yeah, I wouldn't I, I never watched Tough Enough. Yeah, he was just really mean and grouchy and horrible. And But see, Vince's Kevin Sullivan right seems like he would be mean, grouchy, and horrible. I understand that. But he's no, he'd be more evil and Satanistic. Okay. Satanic? Okay, that's Satanic. Better. Satanistic. That's, that's Kevin Sullivan. Anyway. So back to this, though. Backstage, Asuka and Lana are there. And Lana's freaking out. I have to wrestle Nia Jax. She will kill me. And Asuka hypes her up. Asuka, like, without the face paint, by the way. She's She totally thought she's she was ready to done go home. for the day. Yeah. And they're like, no, you have to talk still. And she's like, oh. She's so pretty. So she quick goes out and talks with Lana and says, no, Lana, you're going to win. You're going to beat her. And then you're gonna we're going to win the tag titles. So she's hyping up Lana for a match next week and then a match a week after that. Right. So that's really too early to do that, but that's fine. Whatever. And Nia, so Lana's all excited now and happy. And Nia Jax comes in all angry and she just shakes her head until it scares Lana away. It's all pretty awesome. Pretty funny. Like, what are you going to do? Right. Seamus interview. And oh my God, idiot Charlie. Talk about idiot Kayla on Aww. SmackDown where I'm... They're very, they're very nice, but the questions that are written for them to ask are the dumbest things on earth. Yeah, but they're not and, idiots. But the, what else am I supposed to say? Charlie, idiot Charlie says, <laughs> "Was that bro kick intentional? Did you watch the match? Because it clearly wasn't. It was a stupid question. It was really. Dumb. It was you. You can't ask stupid questions. I don't. Whatever teacher okay. says there are no stupid questions was no. a liar. They didn't watch WWE. Yeah, that's true. So she's like, "Was that intentional?" And Drew comes in, and Seamus says, "You know it wasn't intentional, right?" And Drew's like, "You know what has to happen now, right?" And we know what has to happen now, but you can't have it start. Oh, by the way, now kiss because they got really, yeah. really, really clo- COVID close. So, when we come back from break, already in progress, backstage fight, Drew and Seamus. There's weird fake crowd noise on this. Like, what? There's, like, suddenly hundreds of thousands of people there. It sounds like there's a gang, like, like, um, like, a, like a crowd is forming to watch this fight. Yeah. 
So Pat Buck comes in and breaks it up. So, of course, what do they do? They're like, what's this little Pat Buck doing here? And they pick him up and they tag team move, put him through a catering table. And now they laugh and they're pals and they go get a pint. But here's the thing. Let's not forget that last time somebody did this to an official, it was uh, Braun Strowman did one headbutt to Adam Pierce, got suspended indefinitely. Yeah. Nia Jax put her hands on Pat Buck, got suspended indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Want to make a bet? Nothing happens to Drew McIntyre because how do you, what do you? What can you do? Yeah. He has a pay per view match coming up. Right. And he's the, neither he's is the main character on Raw. Yeah. Uh, how do you explain this away? Oh, you don't. don't. High five. Lashley comes out. Okay, so here we go. This is logical storytelling. They show last week Riddle got attacked by Lashley, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, tonight's match is Lashley against... Oh, Jeff Hardy. What? Did they yeah. get the, like, the drug guy mixed up here? Maybe. Well, backstage, Riddle visits Hardy... And he ruins the joke. Oh my like god! Like a complete buffoon, like stoned out of his mind, idiot. Because he's like, "Hey, remember the, remember we should remember the remember the Hardy Bros." Well, wait, hold on, let me start over. <laughs> I used to love watching the. No, let me start. Over. We used to love watching the Hardy Boys. That's you and your brother that I can't talk about. And I used to like watching that. But what if we teamed up together? They've already done that. Yeah. And we're the Hardy Bros. What an idiot. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like if that's like part of his gimmick or what? It's not. That's just him. Yeah. But what's okay. So what's funny about this? So the, the bad thing is, is I really want to hate Matt Riddle because he's a garbage human being. I know. But he's very, very funny in yes. these little segments. And he's talking about the Hurt business. And he understood what the business part was because of their suits and yes. everything but the hurt part he didn't understand until last week when he got beat down but it hurt in his heart and <laughs> it's just the way he says it's very funny right and like but, when mvp says you're stupid and we don't like you and he goes oh that's funny yes okay so but yes i used to watch the hardy bro no let me start let's see that again but why was he bringing MB, MB, oh gosh, MVP Bronuts if they beat him up last week? Because he, he wants to be nice to them. Even though he got beat up? Yeah. Why? Don't he's bring a bully right, a d- donut. He's not right in the kid's book. Yes, it is. He's not right in the head. Okay. Riddle has lost a lot of brain cells. Okay. So, you know, you only have so many. <laughs> That's true. He might not have had a whole lot to begin with. Right. So that's um, so the match is Lashley against Jeff Hardy, like I said. Riddle runs out and grabs MVP so we can go to break. High five. Mm-hmm. Um, Spear, Hurtlock, Lashley just beats Hardy. <laughs> what was the point of Hardy winning that whole feud with Elias if he's just going to job out to Lashley in one match? I, I know. What in the world? So Lashley wins. But he won't let go of the Hurtlock. So Riddle comes in for the save. Lastly, just chucks Hardy at Riddle. They hug. Now hug. In the corner. They were forced to. And the heels stand tall. So, oh boy, I guess that's next week's match. Okay. The Hardy Bros against MVP and Lashley. Oh my God. 
Whatever. Backstage, Randy Orton looks for Bray Wyatt. Ramblin' Rabbit shows up. And he says, down here, dude. Even though he's floating in the air at eye level with, yeah. with Randy Orton. Because they recorded that voice clip earlier today. And then they couldn't figure out the blocking. I'm telling you right now what happened. Yeah. Of, of you know, where he had to be in the doorway to get the puppeteer's hand in there. Right. Where they didn't have to tilt too low. To, yeah. The puppeteer didn't want to get on the ground. No. It's all stupid. Well, you can't get the shot right then. Right. Because it wouldn't make any sense. And you can't tilt all the way down because you might not, you know. Right. They're not right. Put it on their foot. Kevin Dunn can't prepare for this because it's not something he does every week and has copied for 30 years. Would would Kevin Sullivan be able to do it? He would just open up like uh, some Rushdie book or something. And I don't know. Um, I don't think that's the right book. But um, anyway, (laughs) are you sure? No. It's, it's pronounced salmon, not yes. salmon. Um, that's not right. Strike that, reverse it. So, main event, Randy Orton against Bray Wyatt, regular edition. Bray, oh my God, Bray. Okay, so they wrestle a little bit. Bray runs out to the outside of the ring, grabs a headset, and yells, Yowie, wow, he will be right back. High five. F. You know what? <laughs> F you guys back there. I'm getting sick of this Kevin Dunn and brother love stuff. I really am. Kevin Dullivan. Kevin Dullivan. <sighs> okay, both. That's how I imagine he sounds, like Baba Booey. <laughs> okay, both. Vince is like, cut the break. Okay, both. That's mean. It's horrible, but he's a horrible person. Okay. Not the Satanist. The no, other one. Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> I don't know. Kevin Sullivan may, may have killed Satan. Chris Benoit. I don't know. Satanist. Just because you're a Satanist doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad person. No, but I'm saying he may... Yeah. There were conspiracy theories where Kevin Sullivan killed Chris Benoit and his whole family. Wasn't he married to woman? That's why. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And there was this whole big thing, but you know, obviously it's not real. But yeah, you never know. Chavo could have done it. How can you? Yeah. What? No, I don't want to get into it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so, <sighs> yeah, I don't either. I forget it. Please don't. Okay. So, um, this is a weird match. These two never worked that great together. Mm-hmm. They had a great story when Orton was tricking Wyatt and he was in the right. Wyatt family. And the whole thing was great, but their wrestling is not that great. Um, and especially when it's not the Fiend, it's just Bray. It's, you can't do much. And then all of a sudden Bray does an atomic drop. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's a, Pat a great Patterson one. thing, but why is what are we doing? I what is this know. match? And then, oh, but then he channels Edge and he does the education. Mm-hmm. What the heck? I don't know. What is going on? Um, RKO. So it's going to be over. But no, the lights go out. And when they come back on, The Fiend is there. So this one's recorded earlier. So now they have to somehow show... Ah, it's confusing. There's a rabbit. Yeah, this had to be taped before. And a beaver. It's all weird. (sighs) Okay, both. (laughs) Come on. Baba Baba Booey. That's just an impression of, of Baba Booey. That's not anything different. But I don't think Baba Boo is a person. He is. Well, what's his name, though? Baba Booey. Okay. Baba Booey. 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 Okay. Baba Boheim. I can't remember what's his name. I'm sorry, I'm Jeff. <laughs> this is probably his favorite part. Every time I call, Kevin Dunn, a beaver man. Oh, my God. Beaverman. It's his last name. Kevin Dunn Beaverman. I'm sorry. Okay, anyway. The Fiend is there instead of instead of Bray. 
but he's in his complete outfit, so clearly this isn't live anymore. Mandible Claw and Orton. So the match has no finish, and it's because just over. that's a different person. You it see. is a different person, but even if it wasn't, they're not gonna. There's this. There's no way this match will have a finish. This match might not even have a finish on pay per view. Oh, great. I don't know. I it's just gonna be the, like a super puppets match or something. I get the I, the impression between Kevin. No, not Kevin. Who are the two people in this? Bray and Randy. That. They do not interact at all backstage. They have nothing to do with one another. They have no respect. They don't hate each other, I but they just don't even acknowledge be, the other's right. existence. You might be right. Because I can see Randy being just an elitist snob and and just a D-bag. Oh, it's Gary. That was Bob Booey's real name. Ah. Uh, I'm serious. Thanks, um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Okay. Uh... But no, yeah. I listen to everything you said. But I think, I don't that's think they're why friends they, either. Yeah. Well, no, it's not that I don't think they're friends. I know they're not friends. Well, I don't know they're not friends. I don't know what I'm talking about. We don't about. know. But they just seem to me like they have no respect for one another and would, you know, they're forced in this match. And the only time they're going to talk to each other is when one says, suplex me. And then that's about it. I think you're right. Has broke wrestling wide open. They didn't explain. They they tried to explain away why Alexa wasn't there. They tried to say some dumb thing like she doesn't like you, Randy, or some, it was some stupid thing. But mm-hmm. why really? Why wasn't she there? I don't know. COVID. Just because no, I don't know if it was COVID. Who said that? To assume. COVID. Maybe get stuck under the weight of her false lashes that they keep making. Alexa her put Bliss on. and Nikki Cross missing. Couldn't in get action. out. Oh, that's right. COVID. Yeah. COVID. Um, allegedly COVID. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. There was another outbreak, by the way. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so far, just two people that I know of that I can't say. That's not an outbreak, then. There's more. I'm saying I know two names. Oh, oh, oh okay. Gotcha. I don't know the other names. Gotcha. You can so, tell me after, right? Nobody, they're nobody. You can you would, tell me after. Yes, but they're okay. no one you will know. You don't know that. Yes, I know I all sorts of people. Did you know Baba like, Booey? I did, Gary, because that's my dad's name, and Kevin Sullivan, and none. I know all of them, and Kevin Smith, what and Kevin bro- Owens. About, I know all the Kevins. What about Brother Love? I know which one he is. He's the red one. Mm, yes, he is. That's correct. So. That's want to make it abundantly clear. I've been watching wrestling since the 80s. I know. It's not like I'm new. I just no. don't remember things or retain things. You don't have to remember care. every single thing. And or why or would any you, unless single you watch, thing. Unless you watch Tough Enough, why would you know who Kevin Dunn is anyway? I don't know. I know who he is because he annoys the crap out of me with his dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb editing style, cutting style, and what's it called? The technical director, whatever he wants to call himself, producer, mm-hmm. backstage when he's just pushing a button. We're telling somebody, okay, camera two, okay, we're clear. Like, that's, like, great. But his ideas are so ancient. You can go watch Raw from the 90s, and he's still doing those same cut to commercial. And that's the problem. Why I thought that he was Kevin Sullivan, because I assumed he was old. Well, in the picture you showed me, doesn't he doesn't seem that old. That was probably from 15 years ago. Well, that doesn't help. You got to date stamp those I things. I don't know where he, you know, he's posing for pictures today. I just know that, okay, both. That's it. That's all I know. <laughs> Stop it. But that's how he sounds. 
You're not qualified, Both. Okay, stop. Get out of my ring. Was he a wrestler now? <laughs> anyway. <Boy>. So that's... <laughs> I think we're done here. I think we're going to watch Tough Enough and you're going to go, wow, I hate that guy. Yes, but I'm not going to... Yes, probably. But I don't like anybody. Mm. So that's really not a no, good... but he's extra bad news. Extra bad. Papa Booey. Okay. Okay. I, so that was that was Raw. It sure was a show. If Miz just disappears... Oh my god. I'm not going to say a word. And we know if... I will look the other way. Yeah, if Miz disappears, they're not going to book Morrison. But well, if Morrison true. disappears, they're still going to book Miz. So mm. right now, I don't want anyone to get fired. Don't get, I can, want them to get paid to be off TV. How about that? <sighs> I just don't understand how he has the money in the bank briefcase slash contract and why. Are we just setting Miz up for humiliation? He's not pinning Drew. So what are we doing? I don't know. What is the point? I to waste my time. Here's my here's the dream. Here's the dream right here. So Miz tries to do the cash in and Keith Lee comes out and stops him. And then Keith Lee turns on Drew because Keith Lee is a dumb heel. Like AJ was a smart mm-hmm. heel where he was like, I'd rather have a, the, the easier to beat guy win the title. And then mm-hmm. I could beat hit, beat them. <sighs> Keith Lee comes across to me as they're going to write him like a, a stupid idiot. Yeah. He's doing nothing. Here's my dream. Miz <clears throat> goes to cash in. Yeah. Morrison does something stupid that prevents Miz from winning. Somebody has to go, whoa. They split up. Uh Uh-huh. We never hear from them again. (laughs) Okay, I wish. That would be amazing. I think we can hope for that, probably. Like, I can... I just just don't want them anymore. (laughs) I don't know. We should be watching New Japan. We should. Because... Listen, there's lots of great stuff that, that I liked about Raw and SmackDown. But yeah. Miz and Morrison are going to... They're going to be the end? They're going to be the end of me. There were 50 ends of me in NXT, and that's why I just can't yeah. I can't do a full review on it anymore. And I apologize to whoever that upsets, because I know some people still like that show. Yeah. I don't know how many still like it. I know some people do. I don't think it has the impact curse on it, though. I don't think I don't think it's one of those no. will never come back again. No, thing. no, no. They but, could t- they could turn around tomorrow. And I'll go back. Right. Yeah. But clearly, the numbers show that people are caring less. Yeah. The fact that they're putting the wrong guys in the wrong spots, the rosters thin. They don't know where to get. Like with AEW, they have so much talent that they between three shows they have too many people. Yeah. And with a with NXT, it's like, yeah, you already know what's going to happen like every single week because it's the same people, and it's not interesting anymore. It's really stale, and you have Vic Joseph going oh the whole time, <laughs> Beth yelling, he's right there, his knee bone, his knee bone showing. I can see his knee bone. Yeah. Why is she saying that? And you have Wade Barrett yelling it's bad news or whatever. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> yell that. But, you know, and it's... it's it, 
Then you have alleged pedophiles all over the place on the show. Yeah, that's not good. It you can't have, be the pedophile show. You have a dopey football head guy who, regardless of his talent, is just... Insufferable? Just insufferable. I can't take more insufferable. It's just... You know what? It's just I'm suffering from too much WWE product. Yeah. That's what it is. And when NXT... I've said this on the show before. Larry said this before, too. When NXT was its own thing, it was a very high-quality show. Yes. When NXT becomes just WWE Junior, it's too much. I can't take another two hours plus three-hour paper, whatever. Yeah. Five hours, whatever, on some weeks. I can't take that much more WWE. And Speaking I don't, of Larry, how long before we give him the Benoit treatment and then don't ever mention him Just never him again? mention him again? Yeah. Like in five minutes or so. Okay, good. I guess. I'm way ahead of you. I'm waiting for him to you know, make an appearance on the show, but he's... Uh, Stuck in a trailer dancing with wolves or whatever he said. Yeah. So that's fine. Um, but the other thing I was going to say was, and and I just don't, remember how NXT takeovers were like the greatest things? Yes. Like you couldn't, and now they're like, they're okay. That's a, that's a big difference. They used to be just spectacular. Mm-hmm. No, you don't even care about most of the characters on there. And oh my God, how many years are Undisputed Era just going to live on that show? That they need to. It's real stale. On it's so stale. But then if they move up, they get ruined. Yeah. And if they stay, then it's stagnant. Right. It's almost like. And if they go to AEW, there's too many people on that show. Right. There's no hope here. Yeah. Oh my God, it's a sad, sad time, and I can't believe. That not only are we at the almost at the finals of the um, Super Juniors and World Tag League, that that means that in less than a month it's time for Wrestle Kingdom. That's already. crazy. Yeah, twenty twenty pandemic year. Too weird for me. I'll say that, but uh, we have better hopes for twenty twenty one, right? Now we haven't been doing reviews of. Best of Super Juniors and World Tag League because we just don't have the time to keep. Oh, but we know someone who has. But we know someone who has. So, do you want to plug? Did I? I, We should have discussed this. Too late now. Never open. They can give me like twenty bucks on the side. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead for the ad. Um, Yes. So never open podcast. We have it's Drucifer and Grumpy. Yeah. So if you want to hear those two grumpy grumps talk about, um, one's grumpy, one's just an fo. Oh, that's right. Uh, if you want to hear them talk about New Japan, go for it. Yeah. Until we start talking about it again. Then we'll and then never they're dead to again. us. Yeah. Yes. But for now, since we're not. Yes. Um, yeah. You could find them. Just search for them on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. We follow them too. So. Yeah. And we retweet their stuff. So you can yeah. just find it. Absolutely. There. So go listen to that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I had to say. I said the Hardy stuff. I said he had a song called Truck. Mm-hmm. I said the... Uh, the stuff about the sign it for a crate basket before the end of the year and you'll get like a super super deluxe I'll a, crate i'll thing. send a nice uh yeah i'm getting those ready probably mm, this week any yeah. day now yeah. so yeah i'll be sending those out so yeah get yourself a good goodies for the holidays um yeah that's about it we'll have some so impact also- next week <clears throat> yeah i can't believe it it's crazy but we will even though i know it's going to be like Two minutes of Kenny Omega yeah. and two hour and an hour and fifty eight minutes of 
just nothing to do with anything AEW. It's hour and 58 minutes of crying and then two minutes of us going, <sighs> oh, and then you saw Kenny Omega from behind. That's a good point. But I'm okay with that once. <laughs> I don't know if it'll happen again. If they start doing crossover matches, though, it absolutely happen again. Are we doing rock, paper, scissors to see who reviews it? Mm, maybe. Okay. We'll see. But then I had one more thing to say, and I don't know. Oh, also, if you feel generous and you want to just help the show like outright, just go to smartwrestlingfan.com, bottom of the page, PayPal, just donate. You're like, oh, it's the Christmas season or the Festivus season or the Kwanzaa season or whatever season, Hanukkah season. You're like, I have all this money laying around, and I wish I could give it to Smart Wrestling Fan at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, there's a donate link there, so you can. And we would appreciate anything you can give. Uh, because uh, that pays the bills. broke his microphone. And, well, I'm probably going to have to get a better one. But And I thought this one was good. Yeah, but, but things break. Things things get old and break, and that's people Just like me. Just like me. And, um, yeah, I guess that's it then. Okay. So, thank you for listening to the program. That's our show, everybody. And until next time, bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Banana, 
Smart dinosaur. Smart dinosaur. 